the problem is with this hotel, the fans are not producing enough CFMs. So the humidity is building up and causing the wrinkling in the ceiling and the molding along the shower stall. And they have to recalk it all the time. They have to recalk it all the time. By the time you finish caulking over here, you got to recalk over there. Way too frequent. Now, my first question is, I'm going to be first. I want to see if I understand something first. The fans in the room, do they run all the time, or they only run when the occupant in the space has turned the fan on? That's a good question. Most likely the answer is when the fan's on. Yeah, when they, they decide to turn it on. They, right. And which means is you got a lot of humidity trapped in that space because that fan's not running long enough. Typically, in a lot of these buildings, a lot of hotels, they have a central exhaust system that runs all the time. Right. The first thing I would be doing is wiring all these fans, change the wiring when the fans don't shut off. Okay. How would you do that? Take the, the switch out that turns them on. Just have them on. <laughs> Turn them on. Just you put know, a plate there. There's one switch that turns the light on, one switch that turns. There's a way to rewire it. That's a good. That's a good thought. Yeah. So they stay on all the time. Yeah. Because that'll that'll just help. Since they don't have the makeup air unit, they're, they're bringing most of their air in. Those PTAC units have a little. Uh, Thing that they bring air from outside in. Now you, you created a neighbor. So now you got fresh air coming in. You're going to make up that. Now the next step is all right, we got to fix the ones that fit. We're going to show them a way they can buy the parts. Right, right. So, you know, this is not our, our core business is not selling bathroom fans. Right. You can buy them the same price we can buy them for, and you guys have the same amount of talent to replace them. Unless you don't have the labor, we'll sell the labor, but it's up to you how you want to handle it. It's not a profit center for us. That's right. It's not our core business to replace no. bathroom fans. Not our core business. You, even if you have 95 provider. of them, it's still not our yeah. core business. Yeah, it's... We're a solution provider. We still want to partner, but, you know, let's partner where it makes sense. We'll team up unless you're that short of labor we can supply guys but <laughs> I, I hate to tell you what our la you know our labor rate for what we do you know, I got a guy working on you know a 1200 ton chiller right you know, he's got the skill set to work on that he's going to come do bathroom fans how much do you think you're going to pay so if they do go with the $500 per unit yeah and they have 95 units in each room. Like you know, we eat, they have 95 rooms, and each room has a heat tag. That's forty-five thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. That's a substantial sale. Yeah. Substantial. And it'll help their mold problem. The fan running all the time would be an immediate fix that they could have an electrician do. Or oh, his their normal guy can do that in a heartbeat. Okay. You know, Jay could probably do that, this yeah. maintenance guy. I like that a lot. And then, now they have parts to change out the ones yeah, the that, that did found work. a source for parts for them. Are these 
Do you know where in the PTAC they put these specific? Oh, hell yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, so. It's after the fan, maybe? Is that... No, it's right there on the top of the hill, on the outlet, so it's blowing it right out. You don't have that slot going on the top of a PTAC unit okay. where you feel the air blowing out. It's like right behind that cover or something? Yeah. Okay. You just remove the cover, put that in, we move the wire in there. Powered up, done. Really simple. Cool. Once the guys get going, they figure out how your unit works, they can put one in 15 minutes. All right. It's always amazed me how few new cars they really have. So what I read in that email from the fan distributor was that they could get a 110, yeah, but, but they have to cut a bigger hole. They have to cut the hole and like cut an the ceiling inch. out. Yeah. Uh, to, more than that, you still have to get up to where it's, you have to change the housing out. And it's got tabs and everything else in there, so you're going to have to cut the sheetrock and patch the sheetrock. Big project. Yeah. yeah. It's not really worth it. <laughs> not, but not unless you can try these first. Yeah. Not for a 30 CFM sort of fan, bathroom yeah. fan. I see. That, 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 that's a good recommendation. It's unbelievable to me how many hotels have built this one little area. Have you thought about any kind of cleaning that duct or you know, running, yeah, running something down it? I have some companies that do duct cleaning and I can have them contract with them directly. I mean, I don't want to get involved with duct cleaning. That's right. Okay. I'm just trying I to. I just drove right past. No, I didn't. No, it's up here on the left. This one. Nope, nope, nope. No, next one. Go for another one. Baymon. That could be a dump, too. It looks, that looks like a nice one, but I know some Baymons that are like. Oh. Hotels in their portfolio, plus whatever other brands that they Marriott. Wow. So, very big. Enough to actually influence policy at Marriott based on how many they own. Yeah. yeah. So wow. we don't want to. We don't want to miss them. Oh, that's awesome. So. Well, I mean, the idea behind today is we call this a verification meeting. Okay. Like what we know is we went back and looked for our first time here. We looked. And, okay this is the problem how we see it some different ideas we went through put a couple different put some solutions together now it's time was this is an idea sharing okay then before you say we spend any more time working on this and you come back and say what the hell did you come up with this for and this doesn't seem like it makes sense at all it's not what right. i asked for so this is just more i call it co-authoring a solution okay between you and me we all work together we co-author yeah. Okay, so that's the real step. So first thing I like to do is like make sure we understand the problem as we see it. Right. You, you got bathrooms that are getting biological growth and we're also getting like wrinkles because of the humidity being stuck in there. Right. Now to back that up, do the fans run all the time or do they only run when somebody turns them off? In the current orientation, as far as I'm aware, they only run when the light switch is on. Okay. Well, that is part. That'll be one part of the solution. Okay. Now, what we did find out, there is no. I thought sometimes I could get just a whole refit kit and put it in there and, and make it work. There is partially a refit kit. Okay. But I still can buy. I went back to Bro with numbers and everything else and dealing with them directly. Yeah. There is actually a refit kit for it. Okay. For the lights, and you can buy a new motor and blower and everything else. Because otherwise, I can go up to a little bit better one, but I'm going to have to rip open the sheetrock. 
I don't think the name which adds mess, mess, which adds time, which adds labor, yeah. which adds cost. And it's and only like the whole cost is where it goes up. Yeah, but it, but it's a big inch. It, it's a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It, it, it just doesn't make sense. But okay. And so that being that, I would feel better. You know, in our business market and everything else, um, we really don't get into bathroom exhaust fans. If you put one big fan up on the roof, right, that'd be fine. But this is more. I don't mind sharing with you where we get the number, part numbers, and everything else. Okay. You guys can go out directly purchase what you need. Okay. And it's fine. It's fine with him, Jay, and his crew's, you know, thing being able to do that. Okay. So I'll give you the list of, of, of the parts and turn you on to that if that helps you. Okay. I think that's the best way to go. Okay. That's fair. And, and last time we mentioned wiring it, rewiring it, hard the fan stays on. Okay. But that's going to be a big part of solving this problem. Because you know as much as I do, I have my own house, I got my wife and my kids come down and everything else, they go in and they think it's ungodly hot showers. Mm -hmm. Either they forget to turn the fan on mm -hmm. and everything stinks, or they turn the fan on for a little while and they shut it off and still steam's all over the place inside there. Right. Right? In places like this, you need that fan basically running period. Right. Okay? Because another thing that happens is you need the air changes per hour. Okay. Air changes per hour is very important for controlling everything. Right. So where does the fresh air come from? The HVAC is the... The little fan coil you sit in there. They right. have a little duct that comes inside there with fresh air. Right. All right. So we need to bring that fresh air that comes in that way. We and already and have running some, the fans on full time would bring yeah, that fresh air. Yeah. Now, that being said, one of the things we noticed, this is something we've done, you know, this is very similar to a lot of um, dormitory rooms we do. Okay. We, we do a lot with Columbia International University. We've done this with Ed Columbia College. Okay. In their dorm rooms. They had a lot of problems, especially the same problem you're having in the bathrooms. Right. And uh, what we turned around and did is number one, we fixed their exhaust fans so they work right. Right. And then turned around and we put a device in there that actually emits ions that cleans up the air. Okay. So these ions come in. And I'll explain this to you in a little bit here so you understand. Um, you know, there's different ways of doing air cleaning. Right. You know, so, so some people have UV lights, but UV lights after a while, they only can kill what they see. Right. And you can't have it directly in a room with the customer because UV light is not good. We put sunscreen on it. Right. So it's, it's good, but it's not good, and it has a lot more maintenance. It only lasts two years. Makes sense. Okay. The next thing that we have is these other different air cleaners that go out there, but what happens after some time, they generate ozone. Mm -hmm. And ozone is another bad thing we don't want to have. We've got ozone machines for rooms that are heavily smoked in and things like right. that. And that's but and I've had to have this conversation a couple times, guys. You can't be in here cleaning while this ozone machine's running. Exactly. And so. that that's the thing. And so I, I mean especially if you got a room that has I've done it a couple of times with whole customers go out and get an ozone generator mm -hmm. for where they have biologicals growing and knock it down quick because it also kills right. the biologicals. Right. But still, you can't have it at the same time. So, so the next product that I've, I found another product, that's a small, you plug it in the wall, it uses a combination of UV and a metal-like special band that creates different ions and everything else in there. It's called photoionization. Okay. But the problem is that after two years, it needs to be maintained again, and you gotta change the bulbs out. Okay. Works very well. I really like it, but and if it gets too old, it starts emitting ozone again. 
Okay. So, not so maybe, really, maybe better for a smaller scale right. release, but not I'm for at, something like I'm getting one from my son because he's got a tiny little apartment and he can just plug this thing into the wall and it works great. For sure. But he got to work, but because of his children and everything else, it works great for that. But what I find out works really well for these PTAC units, and I've got big units in different sizes that works around there, is called bipolar ionization. Okay. And what this does is. It, by using the electrical field that it makes, and it's not a harmful electric field, but it generates negative and positive ions. And these ions go out into the airstream. It's carried with it. So now all of a sudden you're, float, you're, you're feeding the whole space with all these ions. Right. These ions don't have nothing to harm people and everything else because ions occur naturally anyway outside. Right. Whenever it rains, Ions are flying around, babbling brooks, ions, stuff that goes sun hitting the right spot, ions are flying around. The problem is that indoors, all of a sudden we don't get all those natural ions that we're right. so used to. That's why fresh air is so fresh. So what we do is we create these positive and negative ions and we flood the space with them. Okay. These ions do a couple of different things. Okay. And the reason, I'll go back to the reason why we used, went with it originally, but the things that it does very well with um, one thing I really like about it, it kills odors, the VOCs, mm -hmm. it kills odors. My buddy put it into his house and his daughter had a hamster or one of the gerbils or something like that. He used to complain about how bad it stank. I mean, he put the thing in there, it's like, Bill, it's unbelievable how much it changed, it just got rid of the smell. One of my buddies years ago had a ferret and I'm just saying, wow. <laughs> I know. Yeah, those things were awful. They're, they're awesome, but they are My awesome. daughter went through a little nine-month window during COVID of warming the hamster, and it was it stunk. You know, yeah. <laughs> glad that's gone. But, but this is good. should have tried. Should have had that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this works out good. The other thing it does is uh, my wife loves it. I put it in my house. It really cuts down how much dust we get. Okay. Because if you know, sometimes the more you walk through your house and the sun's just coming through the right angle and you can see that it's just floating oh, yeah, around through the nice. air. Yeah. Um, what it does is because of the charges and everything else, it, it actually grabs some of that dust particles and the particles of the air and because of charging, makes bigger particles out. Right. So now they can't float. Either they drop or they get sucked up by the filter. Okay. So now your MERV 8 filter acts like a MERV 13 filter, so you have even cleaner air. Yeah. Okay, so that's one step. Another thing it does is pathogens, moles, spores, like bacteria and everything else in there. Those are living items right there. Right. What it does is it comes in and breaks up its chemical molecule, whether it's disturbing the RNA or anything else, but it deprives it of hydrogen, so it cannot reproduce. It kills okay. it. So that's where it really gets handy in those bathrooms. For sure. So we're filling that space. First of all, we're keeping the odors down in space, we're giving the cleaner air, but we're introducing all that those ions into that room. So okay. I think it's a two-pronged approach to solve your issue is redo the fans. Okay. Make them run well, pre-bundle. Make them run 100 percent of the time. Right. And put these these devices in. Okay. There's two nice switches, right? For the light and the fan? Uh, I'm pretty sure there were. Yeah. One, well it's one for the vanity light and then one for the light fan combo over the shower. Yeah. I got you. Okay. But we could always pull up the way they wired inside the thing. We can always work it out. There's a way. There's always a will and a way. <laughs> sure. So, but we, that can be done. Okay. Okay. And part of the retrofit kit actually gives you when he shows this number in here, they give you a whole new grill with a different light. And you change the ballast. It comes with all the instructions about how to change it out. Instead of having one light bulb in there, it has two light bulbs. Okay. 
and the, and the new cover, so it's not yellow or anything else anymore. You want, okay. you want to show this? Yeah. That's the. That's just the kit right there, and then it's got the fan motor down here. Okay. When we met last, you mentioned how you couldn't find replacement parts. That was an issue. Right. And that's it. Uh, so, what uh, provider do you guys use? Go directly to Brown. Okay. I will send you the. I'll send you the website and everything else. Okay. The links. Yeah, we've always done everything through uh, HD Supply because they've got the Aventra uh, pricing agreements and stuff. Um, I don't know how Brown would compare, but I figure if you're going through a primary source instead of a distributor, middleman, yeah, yeah, right. you think there'd be at least some yeah difference. But we can there, help so. out. We do have different buying powers too. Okay, I just it's something that you know our business, you know, compared to how you guys buy, that's something I just don't want to. If it's something that you can do a better job buying, I don't have to put a markup on it. Okay. Because we're about partnering. Yeah. We like to make our money on things we're supposed to make money on. Right. There's no problem because we're only here for a profit. Right. There's nothing there's nothing dirty about profit, but how you do it and do it right makes all the yeah, difference. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you mentioned that you had several that were down right now right. Um, that you needed to get up and working. So there's your part number. Um, and fans, too. To, to get whatever units are not currently working up and running. Well, and if nothing else, it can be a trial run before we go ham on the entire system. That's another thing I was thinking of, because these, you can hear, first, first thing I was thinking about, here, here's just a quick fact sheet about what I was talking about, bipolarization. Okay. And it mentions multiples and everything else. We all got tied up into this. Originally, what we got involved with this is that um, the mothership, ABM, who owns Link? I mean, does a lot of these what's called performance contracts. Right. In schools and, and universities and everything else. And basically says, hey, we're going to save you $10 million over the next 10 years. Right. And we fail to do that, we write you a check. Right. So to help ensure this, another thing they're able to do is if you think about a school, is the best example that each child in the classroom requires 15 CFM of fresh air coming into that room at all times. Well, you take down here in the world we live in, you have 30 kids in the class, 15, that's a lot of fresh air coming right. in. And it's a lot of energy cost to condition that air. Right. But there's a little subset thing in ASRAE, which is our, our government body that runs, you know, air conditioning and engineers. And it says, well, wait a minute, if you use an approved indoor air quality device, you can reduce that fresh air intake from 15 to 5. Now, that's a monumental amount of savings. Yeah. So we started putting these things in, all those guaranteed performance contracts. That's how we got involved with them. It was the first and almost. It had nothing to do with anything else. It had to do about saving energy. Yeah. Then we found out along the way, we started putting it in there. Wait a minute. It takes care of the odors. Mm -hmm. It takes care of the pathogens. It takes care of you know, the particles. Okay. It's doing a better job. This is, these, are the, these are the things. Then another step came in with COVID. And in the test paper, when I have the, the paper, it kills the COVID. That's that's definitely handy. Yeah, and I can send you a white paper on the COVID. Okay. That's a handy thing for you to know. Now, the device I would use, these are perfect for PTAC units. It's just a little needle strip here. It just goes across and attaches and it wires in very easily. I mean, I have an experienced guy who can probably put one in 15 minutes. Okay. Move right through there and do it. All right. The, the problem is coming with these things, the cost changes with how many you do. Right. I mean, 
basically the minimum amount of time I can charge for any of my guys is four hours. Right. I'd rather schedule them for eight hours. For sure. Eight hours, you basically do 24 units in a in day. Right. All right. So if I use the 24 or 25 units, it basically comes out to cost of doing that many at a time about $500 per unit. Okay. So the more you do, the cheaper it becomes. That makes if sense. If I do one or two, it, it's a lot cheaper. So we can make a decision. If you say, I want to do a, I'll give a special price in for doing, let's do, we're going to fix these units in here, and here's our test block. Right. And we can do that test block, and I'll give you a price, but it won't be 500 per, it'll be a little bit more. But okay. with the understanding that if it works, then we'll give you the economy of scale. Okay. Makes sense? No, it absolutely makes sense. Um, so... Let's see, so this part we would basically, uh, we just got that information to be able to do on our own. This yeah. part you guys would furbish and, and install, is yeah. that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, can you give me a written quote or do you have a written quote? I don't have a written quote. Um, I don't put out a written quote until okay. you say, Bill, it makes good sense. I like the concept. Yeah. Um, I have probably the least experience of anybody that's actually going to be handling this yeah. project before Greenlight. Um, but with this information, I can send it up. I can have the conversation, start the request for approval um, to get this done. But how do you want me to write up doing, you want to do the price for doing five or six or 24? Or 95. Yeah, yeah 95 uh, so, rooms, is that what so, you said? Well, 91 rooms, some of them are suites with multiple HVACs. So I think we're at somewhere around 110 total uh, tax. Gotcha. Um, I'll have to get the exact numbers because I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, what I would probably do is draft a proposal that says uh, 10 rooms, 10 units yep. um, on a trial basis, and then the other 100 as, you know, do it as one quote, but as two separate prices, if that makes sense. That way they can see, hey, you know, uh, we'll do these 10. And if we like where we go, then we can get the rest of the price for the remaining price. will be X. Right. Um, and and we'll see. We'll set it up. We'll see where we go from there. Okay. Um, I definitely like what you're talking about with this. I think the uh, the addition of the uh, it's not technically purification, I guess, but the the cleansing effects that it has on the yep. rooms will definitely help with odors. Of course, we're a pet friendly hotel, so that's always a plus. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. You know, unfortunately, even though we're a smoke free property, some people can't read. Um, you know, <laughs> can't read every day. <laughs> well, it depends what they decide Only to smoke. I thought you said cigarettes. Right. Well, <laughs> sure I'll be honest it. with you, I'd rather they smoke weed. It's easier to get out. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, uh, and cigars are the absolute worst. They are. <laughs> That's why, I, even in my own house, my wife a couple times said to me, Why don't you come inside? I said, I won't do that to you. I, was, yeah. you know, I, was, I smoke on the back porch of the back porch only. And when, we sold our last house. I didn't think it was that bad. People came in to see it the first time. We can't buy this house. It just stinks so bad. It was, and there was a, a screened-in porch. And, mm -hmm. Now, we got that um, that Zep, that smoke eater spray mm -hmm. in there. Boy, it works great. That's it's amazing. Only, yeah, it's unbelievable what it does. Those things are, are, I learned. are so neat. I want to get one from my house. He mentioned how he put it into his house, and his wife like doesn't even have to vacuum as much. Yeah, <laughs> the is down to hardly anything. Yeah, but, yeah I, I'm new here, like I told you, and it's, yeah. I'm like taking it all in. But. Plus, I've had more people come visit me that I found out that turned around and was COVID positive. 
in our house, but everybody has their own rooms, and I always have this stuff running all the time. My wife and I have not been, even though we're fully vaccinated, and everything, mm-hmm. my granddaughter comes down, she has such bad allergies. She comes down to our house, and she spends three days at her house, and the allergies are done. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, That's I really mean, cool. There's a lot of, there's a lot of good things. And I may be reaching out to you on that from a personal side. Uh, no problem. We've, well, we've helped a couple of people. Uh, between my wife and my daughter, they both have yeah. you know, nightly Claritin or something similar. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same here. I, I'm fortunate enough not to deal with that on a regular basis, but uh, you know, pollen season, yeah, yeah. we're all dying during yeah. pollen season. So, yeah. um, interesting. Well, it, okay. It, it's the, you know, Bill and I kind of read all the scenarios to try to figure out which options were the best here and that was one question about the fans staying on all the time I mean it, it, right. if it's tied to the light and they only cut it on cut it off and walk away um, it's not really it's not getting that circulation and flow right. even yeah. if it's a larger fan or whatever it, most of the times when they build most of the hotels now they'll put on the roof they'll put like four or five fans up there that's because down the, chases. Uh, the Hilton Garden in downtown yeah. The interesting thing is from a uh, guest perception, um, it's six working. and one half of the other yeah. because yeah, five five times a day we'll have somebody come down, hey, there, there's no fan in the bathroom. Yeah. Hey, your fan's not working in the bathroom. Yeah. Well, sure it is. Well, I can't hear it. I know. I know. We knew that way. Um, Take, but, you know, you take, of, well, take you a piece take, of toilet paper. Oh, it's yeah, stuck there. You, you talk oh, people gotcha. about the tissue test and they roll, roll their eyes out of it's like, listen, it is a passive system. It is constantly running. There are fans on the roof. Well, they need to run harder. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's I not a vacuum cleaner. Right. Yeah. Um, and then as far as killing the actual spores of the mold. Well, and I, I think that would be huge across the board. I think that that would address some of our uh, cleanliness concerns across the board. Um, not necessarily even cleanliness, so much as perception of cleanliness. Perception. Um, because we have these, um, you saw this on the table, we also have these little placards, not like, but at least trying to stand, like, hey, this space is being protected by, mm-hmm. and you say this has been in place. You could also, we have a couple places where we put a couple placards up on the walls, just to let you know when the room, you can have it printed up inside this space, the rooms are all protected. Oh, that's cool. By that, so. That would definitely be something worth uh, putting on, you know, uh, solicitations for, you know, some of our military contracts and things yeah. like that. I didn't even think about it. Uh, being a pet friendly hotel, you know, that I imagine the odors and things would be potentially. Yeah. Most of the time, most of your uh, people that travel with pets are going to be grandmas and granddads with their toy poodle. It's not a problem. Every now and then you get that family with the two Labradors and a Husky and by the time they leave three days later, there's enough to make your own bulldog out of it. I mean, it's oh it's nuts. Yeah. Um, we just actually ordered a $400 uh, vacuum that had the extra attachments on it, which are usually a pain in the butt. But we're getting to the point where some of these rooms, it doesn't matter if you use the, the vacuum, the shop vac, the, uh, you know, the, the hand mitt that you see online that's supposed to pick up all the hair. Uh, all of our room attendants have lint rollers for the exact same reasons. And it's like, I mean, some of these rooms, 
it's almost like the hair is woven into the fabric yeah, well, by yeah. the time they leave. My, my, one of my sons knows how to free up Ikea or whatever, but it had such hair that it would stick in the oh, stuff. Oh, Ikea? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would just stick right in. Like, the dog was gone for three months. I'm still finding this hair stuck all over the house. But I'll give him correct one thing. My, my middle son can train a dog. I mean, that dog stayed with us for a year. Never had to use a leash. And I didn't have a fence. <laughs> That's all. Call back forth, every day, walk up and down the street, every dog right there with you. He may not be a great father, but he's a great dog trainer. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, uh, going back to these parts real quick. Yeah. Uh, I was talking with Bill about those fans and. Oh, you? Yeah. Cleaning them out? Well, cleaning out th th that inside part. Let me just show you this one picture we were talking about before. But that's what it looks like to so the light. I know you're familiar with that. Right. Um, he does have a duct cleaning person if you wanted to go that route, but like helping to get rid of that dust. Right. Yeah, that's a big improvement. When, when we're doing these cleanups or changing out of the electrical issues, wiping that out would definitely help with the airflow. Um, right. Wiping it with a vacuum wand or whatever. Uh, right. That, that's going to speed up the airflow. But to change out the next largest fan or, or the largest fan was 110 CFM. Yeah. Is that what it was? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. For 30 CFM more. You're right. at 80 right now yeah. to go to 130 to have to cut all that out and contract it out. And it's just not worth the upgrade. So yeah. that makes sense. As far as if you're talking to your boss still, or whoever. Even you know. if you go up to 100, let's say you go to 110. If you don't have the fan on all the time, right. you're still going to have the same problem. You're right, yes. So, But you said there is a way to wire that to where the fan runs all the time. There always is. Okay. Yeah, I, and I can get together with you guys. I, I'll work with your guys to show them how to do that. Okay. Well, let me touch base with the team. Like I said, I've got my owner and yep. my, my VPO. Yep. We're going to be here next week. Um, one of the things they want to update on is capital investment projects. Um, so this is definitely something that we can bring to the table and kind of float them the idea um, and, and go from there. Okay. We'll get together. Uh, you'll make sure I have an email. I'll try to get you something before you have that meeting. With, okay. Have meeting. Um, so he will be in Columbia Tuesday. I think he's doing our site tour Wednesday afternoon. Okay. Um, I'll try to have you something late Monday. That would be great. Just so you can have an idea and we'll, we'll work together. Yeah, if, if nothing else, you know, sometimes they do decide, well, you know what, how about we do TPS in the morning and HGI in the afternoon yeah. and they'll, they'll flip it on us, which is always a lot of fun when you get 30 minutes notice that you lose five hours of prep time. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> That's never happened before, has it? No. <laughs> Not to me. <laughs> I, I, I am excited about this. This, is, this will really help you guys. I've... Um, I think it will. Everybody um, breathe better, and, you know, tenants sleep better, and stop the mold issue. Right. Well, we're not allowed to use that word. I know, but it says it on the paper. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, I don't use that word. <laughs> Biological growth. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. In, anything undesirable. Yeah. Well, I mean, so. and how frequently were you guys caulking those, those bathrooms? You mentioned it was all the time, but is, is it like a every six-month deal, or...? Um, there's a couple of different challenges I think we've been facing with that. 
a lot of it has been that even through 2020, we've been running 80% occupancy or above, um, which is massively above what most hotels saw during 20. Wow. Um, and I, I think our proximity, proximity to the base and a lot of our long-term stay had a lot of uh, uh, hand in that. Um, but, you know, you've got, you've got two uh, choices. You've either got, um, and I think I'm gonna get this right, you've got the acrylic that you can put down, that you can put down on a damp surface, but it's more permeable, and it takes four hours to cure. Or you can do silicone, which cures in 30 minutes, but it has to be bone dry before you can let it down. So how often do you have either four hour cure time or bone dry, bone dry uh, surface to work with? And so we've been doing a lot of putting uh, silicone down on mostly dry surfaces just to get the room available to sell um, and just kind of working back and forth. Uh, not doing things necessarily right, but you know, having to get it done. You have a schedule like for different rooms where you do like what you call your deep clean? We do. Um, deep cleans and uh, PMs or preventative maintenance, yeah. uh, they're on separate schedules. Right. Um, but yes, uh, room attendants will do a deep clean um, after every long-term checkout and then intermittently on the rooms that aren't long-term guests. Um, every room uh, in the property is hit at least once every 90 days um, on a, a, a documented uh, preventative maintenance schedule. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we work on doing that, but you know, it's maintenance with 91 rooms and two men. They're always working on yeah, sure. one or two rooms. There's always one or two rooms that they really need to get into. And a lot of times what happens is we end up on a sold out night and they can't do what they yeah, want to do. The window. So then they get it pushed to the side, then it falls back on the piles. Okay. And, you know, it's a lot. Yeah. What do you see as the normal timeline for when they approve a capital project like this for a hotel? Is it normally a 30-day really thing or a 90-day thing? Or? It can really depend. Um, you know, emergency capex right. goes immediate, like if we lose a boiler. Sure. Something like this, um, they may not move as quickly. Um, it just depends on their disposition. Um, they did not give me a, a quarter in which they hoped to get this done. Um, so they may approve it, but they may not approve it until quarter four, or they may fast track in quarter three. It's difficult to say. Um, sure. A lot of those conversations, unfortunately, happen well over my head. Yeah. It um, depends on how it also affects the, your guest uh, experience. Yeah. Well, and one thing I pointed out was um, the uh, the parking lot. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, the seal and stripe, not as urgent of a project, but we had a couple of potholes uh, opening up that were becoming major trip hazards. So listen, guys, I don't care what you do about the seal and stripe, but we need approval on filling these in or we're gonna do it ourselves and it's probably not gonna look all that great. Right. Um, and so they fast-tracked the entire project up to quarter two instead of quarter three, four. So it really just depends on the argument. Obviously, you don't want a trip and fall hazard. Um, not one that we, has been there for a while and that we knew about. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not that's what documented we wanna do. That, yeah. documented on your inspection reports and your... <laughs> well, I mean, we, we got to the point where we were, it was getting to be you know, at one point it was just a bunch of broken asphalt. And then of course, one rock goes missing, now a bunch of rocks go missing. And it was right by that uh, uh, storm drain. So now you've got a metal point that's gonna catch a tire or a toe or something. Sure. Uh, we ended up circling everything in yellow paint just to do everything in our capacity to bring attention to it until we could get approval for it. Um, we're in the most humid time of the year right now. 
hope that that would mean something as far as getting this pushed as well. Yeah. But, you know, that depends on how persuasive I can be and how receptive they are, and typically more of them than me. So, so right. Do you normally contract with an electrician for, for projects like changing out wiring for a fan, or is that not necessarily something that uh, for something like that? Can do? Um, most of our guys can, can yeah, do that. I, mean, I don't think do it's that involved. Yeah, it's not that. The wire is already there. It's just a matter of fact. You know, it depends on how they wired it back and forth. But I got you. it's just a matter of putting a jumper in there. So okay, the only thing that switch is actually working is the light. Right. Gotcha. Oh, I see. I mean, we, we install all Easy of our enough. V-Tacs, we switch out all of our, uh, you know, microwaves, which are hardwired, our... Uh, Perfect. Uh, you got the team to fix out. That project hardwired. sounds like you've got all that, all, yeah, all if, the If we need. can get the materials, I think the rest of it, uh, it will definitely take care of itself. Um, I do absolutely see the value in, in the ionizer, though. No. Um, so I'll definitely push for that and see if I can get approval, if and even if we can't get it in every room, if we can get it in the main HVAC in all of the rooms, so maybe not the one-bedroom and two-bedroom bedrooms, because the two-bedroom suite has three HVACs. Yeah. Um, but if we can get it in the living room space, that will still have a positive impact yeah. um, on the rest of it. So maybe instead of 110, we only get the 91. Still. Yeah. And that's what I mean by co-authoring these type of things. We right. get an idea, and then we start developing what works best. So. What I, I, that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to put together for just doing 10, the even price for 10, as is then for doing the remaining with, a, like, say, a minimum of 90, the price per will yeah. be at this so you can choose it, you know. Okay. I, I'll figure the, the, the language. So, what I try let's, to do is labor is the, the killer. Right. Labor is the real killer. Making sure you get guys that get an efficient use of the day. I don't mind. I mean, we've got 23 techs. I've got six project guys doing that project so and then I've got offices all right. Bill, we're gonna shut down for one weekend and I want all you guys in here in one weekend and do it. I can get the people going. Right. I don't have a problem. So I'm very flexible about doing that type of stuff. Okay. So I've got the manpower. You could also probably tell them, hey we're having to do some maintenance on your unit. We'll be in there between two and four or and, something. And we do similar things uh, yeah. to that. Um, you know, sometimes we have to gloss over, do not disturb until the next day when, right. you know, they can make it available. Um, no problem. One question I do have um, is with these units, what is the typical lifespan of that unit? That's a good question. Good question. Okay, seven to ten years. Okay. I'll be retired. There is maintenance. That's a long there time. Is, there is maintenance. There are devices because they got these little like things that emit the um, the ions, mm -hmm. and so sometimes they gather carbon. Okay. And what you like to do is your normal maintenance. Those PTAX, they got to pull the filters out to wash the filters. Right. Just have a simple horsehair brush and go like this right across those things as they're changing the filter out, and okay. you've done the maintenance. Fair enough. That's easy enough. Uh, and now this is then installed directly into the PTAC? It's in the PTAC. Okay. I asked the same nice, question. Yeah. And it's easy. What's nice about it too, and I've done this for the people at CIU. My PTAC unit went bad. I went to swap it out. You take the, this equation into the new one, so it's transferable. So it is transferable. Yeah, you okay. can transfer from one to another. Because we that's another challenge that you guys might or might not have seen is uh, 
they like to build hotels with materials that are being discontinued because it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. Um, until you have to go and replace something. Yeah. The louvers on the front of our feedbacks are not manufactured anymore by the original, by any knockoffs. We've actually gone so far as to think about actually uh, 3D printing or molding one yeah. and then actually pouring resin and trying to create them ourselves. Um, because it's cheaper than uh, replacing a P-Tag just from the brand. There used to be a company out in Israel that specialized in making stuff just for that, for that market, because they saw it happening all the time. Yeah. Um, so what I'm hoping to do is, you know, some of these uh, P-Tags are pretty old at this point anyway. Yeah. Can you just give me the P-Tags that I need to get this up and running? Yeah. They're a little slow on that. Well, it still runs. I asked uh, Bill, because I'm a very visual person, Right. Where do these actually go? You know, inside the fan and the intake. He said, right where it blows out into the room, right. it's right behind that grate, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's actually going to be right behind those louvers. Right, right behind, behind the, the louvers, louvers, so it goes right into the room and fills the whole room with these right. ions. Okay. Is that right? That's correct. Cool. And now, but also in that room we visited, it would go straight into the bathroom. Right. Yeah, you know, it's like a direct diagonal line to the bathroom. No, this stuff just feels just like once it's in the airstream, it's floating all over the place. You remember seeing? I showed you the video how it works. Can we show them that one day, or, or send them the link? Is that you can send them the link? Like send them the link. There's okay. a cool link. I think it's like a minute long, but okay. it's really cool. Really neat. Okay. I help you explain it a little bit more. Well, thank you for your time again. I think this. Yeah. I appreciate you guys yep. coming. This definitely sounds like yep. something that could be viable. Um, if this solves the ventilation issue and this addresses the, the unmentionables, then yep. we'll be in great shape. I think I it's think it's quite bad. I yeah. like your uh, Nightmare Before Christmas stuff in the back there. <laughs> yeah, big fan of that. Yeah, my uh, that's my oldest son who loves that stuff. Oh, yeah. too, so he got me started with that. And it it might save me some time. But I can share with you the customer service person. Okay. That, uh, does that sound like a good deal for you? I mean, you can call them directly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would obviously want to uh, check prices and everything, so getting yep. in touch with them directly would be yep. real handy. Well, there's, there's actually, a, a, for ordering parts, there's a direct link in the site. That's why you have the part numbers. Perfect. So you just go right to the site and put the part number. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. if you can send me that information. Yeah. Well, and the, the contact for the rep, because I'm sure they'll have questions. Yeah, all it is is there's an email. It's not really a direct rep, but there's an email thing, but I finally got the same person. And my phone, he just the whole, I was going back and forth. I finally yep. got the same person, and they stuck with me. There you go. It's it's handy when you're able to get that, uh, yep. that dedicated assistance, because then they yep. already know you, they know your challenges. Yep. Yeah. You know, sometimes you send a question and it takes 48 hours. Oh, <laughs> Some like random you response. Mean, you mean tech support? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, there's one thing, I, I, I'm not patting myself on the back too much, but I have a pretty good ability to do is to dig deep into things right. and find things out and talk to manufacturers on a different level. Yeah, fair enough. So, I appreciate away. it, yes. No problem. You done with it? No. No? No, I'm still searching. It's 130 degrees outside. What are you doing? Yeah. Out water. We'll take the water. <laughs> yeah, it's good. The pool looks... We walked up. I'm watching everybody at the pool. That looks, that looks fun. Here. Here's, yeah. For you, you can have a white uh, pool. That's for later tonight, but yeah. yeah. Do you have one of those manager specials where you have the free beer after 4 o'clock? I wish. I wish. We used to have it over at the uh, Hilton Burton Inn yeah. um, that I worked at, but it is actually, uh, for uh, Hilton policy at least, 
that uh, guest reception, that complimentary evening thing, yep. is explicitly for uh, uh, embassy suites and home two suites only. So we were, we actually had uh, uh, QA come and say, if you are doing this, when we show up for a random QA, you will fail your QA. So, okay, we'll put the beer back here. But yeah, put out put out some finger foods and a couple of free beers on a on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Well, Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday is even better because then you're hitting your business travelers and not the uh, yeah. social traveler that's literally going to clean out the bar for you. Um, but, <laughs> you know, hit it on those those off peak nights. It's great, but you know. Yeah. You get a slap on the wrist, it's something you live with, you get a threat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, thank you guys, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. I look forward to those links, all right? We'll be in touch. Yep.